That's the wrong one. Okay, that's the wrong one, too. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. That's the one. Um, also, I just got tested for coronavirus, and guess who came up negative, motherfucker? This bitch! Yeah! That's right. Came up negative. I'm always good at failing things in my life. As long as it's a coronavirus test, I'm cool with it. So I fail all my tests. Thank God it's uh, that. So Michaela's here because I don't have coronavirus. So that's great. And I don't because I'm a germaphobe. And she hasn't left her house because she's uh, an introvert. Um, So she's just hanging out. And today uh, we were laying by the pool. It's been very nice. And I decided I'm going to read her some of your guys' worst first because I have so many in my phone that you guys sent me. And I feel bad. I want to share them. So I want to get your opinion Uh you know, on what you think, if these are bad. Okay. Okay? Mm -hmm. So you have to um, let me know what you think. Okay, so let's get started. Um, This is from Samantha Kendall on Instagram. She says, hey, Brittany, just wanted to say that I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Thanks, girlfriend. Adore you. She said, I have a pretty wild worst first to tell you. So, at my high school, in the anatomy and physiology courses, you have to perform dissections from the start of the semester all the way to the least before spring break for your midterm. Ew, did you ever have to dissect shit? No, I wouldn't. I would never. We had to dissect stuff um, like a pig, I think I had to dissect. That's fucked up. It's kind of like how to breed a serial killer, right? Like, you just, you kind of think, you know, why are we teaching? I get it, like, learning about the bodies and whatnot of animals, but. That's not cool. It's not cool. And, you know, I, I kind of always wonder where they get the, the specimens from. Like, do they breed these baby pigs to kill them so that people can dissect oh, them? that's so sad. Do you think they do that? No. <laughs> oh, my God. Nina's banging on the door. Hang on one second. Oh. Someone's knocking, guys. We have, a, we have a visitor. Hang on, hang on. Oh, my God. Dead. She's like, boom, boom. Okay, here she is, everybody. Nina the Wiener. Yeah! (laughs) We should have Ava on to sing. Oh, my God. Okay, so Michaela has this little dog not to get off topic. Don't worry, Kendall. We're getting to your story about you having to dissect something. Um, But Michaela has this little dog named Ava who's a Yorkie, and she sings. It's kind of crazy. She's three pounds. And she's three pounds like you. Okay, ready? So, okay, so she says... Gross, right? Anyway, it was the first real day of preparing the cat for dissection. A cat. My friend and I thought it'd be a good idea to take a few dabs during our lunch, knowing that we had an anatomy next period. Like the smart ass I am, I keep thinking that I'll be somewhat sober enough to get through the class, but holy shit, I was wrong. I walked back into the school after being in my car smoking, got to class, and was instantly hit with paranoia. That's the worst when you smoke and you get so paranoid. She goes, I tried to keep I tried to keep myself calm, but as soon as everyone's cats came out of the lab room, I began to panic. All I could do was stand back and stare as my lab partner started cutting open a dead cat while I what? was What? What 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 school are you going to, Missy? <laughs> well, I know, what is this fucking the Wiccan school for what wi- witches the and witches? This is the Jeffrey Dahmer High School. What is this? <laughs> what? <laughs> Isn't this fucked up? Cats? Cat? I I, was, I heard of, I heard of frogs and like pigs, but not a cat. Shusie said, I stood there as my lab partner started cutting up a, a dead cat while I was brain dead stoned. 
to this day, tripping, trying to perform a dissection is the scariest thing I've ever done. Wait. She was fucking high as shit and all her friends were cutting up fucking cats. fucked up sober for the rest of my life. Dude, fuck that. that. Cutting open animals is so disturbing. Oh my God, and a cat? And they say that's the number one sign that someone's gonna be a serial killer. Is little kids who fucking kill animals, cut up, did you ever know anyone who did that? No, but I did my senior thesis on Ted Bundy because I'm a little bit of a psychopath. You know, I did he cut up animals? And that's what he started doing. Hold your mic closer to your mouth so oh we can hear you God. better. Those pretty lips. <laughs> <laughs> so Ted Bundy started with killing yes. animals. Yeah, that they makes sense. Ew, fuck. There was a kid in my. I told this story before, but I'll tell it really quick. Um, there was a kid named Kevin. I won't give his last name out. Who put his? Um, it was either a gerbil or a hamster in the microwave until it exploded. When I was in elementary school and where is he now somewhere somewhere i don't hope to god he's in prison isn't that so scary anyway okay here's the next worst first wait wait a minute we're just gonna pass through her we're just going through kendall that was fucked up kendall what dude you're not weird for being weirded out by cutting open a cat that's that's so disturbing beyond disturbing beyond disturbing it's not even like a frog or like an animal without feelings Sue the school for emotional trauma. Good. Do that. Go ahead. Take Michaela's advice. That's just what I think of. Okay. This is from Genevieve on Instagram. This is her worst first story. This is my worst first story about losing my virginity, she says. Here we go. So it started off with me and my old best friend. We went to this guy's house to drink and smoke. I initially went with another guy and we were all hanging out, drinking and smoking. Everything was good. But when I got to like 10 shots of Bombay... That's not good. Someone pulled out some Zans and someone asked me if I wanted to try one. So I was like, fuck yeah. So one dude crushed up some Zans, which is short for Xanax, everybody, and tells me to come over and snort it. There was two lines of Zans on a guitar. Jesus, who are you hanging out with the fucking Rolling Stones? What? (laughs) And I did both of them. Two lines of Xanax on the guitar. She says, I did both of them. Little did I know it was two separate Xanaxes that I just did. I'm mixed with 10 fucking shots of rum. This bitch is about to be blacked out. How is she writing this? I don't even know. Okay, so she says, at first I was chilling and all good. Then I passed the fuck out on a couch. As I was dead knocked out, the guy I came with was gone. Was only sleeping for four hours, she says. I woke up and felt horrible. I was like, yo, I'm going to throw up. And they were like, oh, shit, okay, and opened a window. So I threw up out a window. Then I came, Then the girl I came with throws up on the carpet. <laughs> and they, yes. this is a mess. And they begged her to stop, so they got her a trash bag and some water, and she was all good after that. So the floor where I was supposed to be fucking sleeping and where I'm supposed to sleep now and some dude laid blankets down was on the floor where this chick threw up. Fucking nasty. She said, I was so exhausted at this point. I was like, fuck it. I'm sleeping on this dirty throw up ground. Well, this other dude named Pat came in and started cuddling with me and proceeded to get a little handsy. So I was like, Jen, you're probably going to fuck this person. So we end up fucking... (laughs) Your first time fucking on Xanax and Bombay shots? She goes, so we end up- on vomit. And vomit carpet? (laughs) This is horrible, just laying next to a pile of fucking vomit. She goes, so we end up fucking, and it felt like so long, she says. And at the same time, my old best friend, Abby, was fucking this dude on the bed right next to us. She says, eventually the guy finished all over my stomach, and I was like, ew, it's all over me. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She said, ew, it's all over me. But I guess I was so tired, I just fell asleep. 
Oh my God. She says, but wait, in the morning, the guy's house we were at, his mom fucking burst in the room and was like, what the fuck happened here as Abby and I are naked and hung over as fuck. She came in and was like, the fucking dog is barfing in the living room because he ate his, my friend's throw up. So the mom was like, you girls need to get the fuck out of here. But we couldn't drive. So we asked the other dudes for a ride and they were like, no, sorry. I ended up calling some dude to get us and we got back to her place and slept for 10 hours. So yeah, it's funny and horrible and traumatic. And this was my first time having sex and my first time doing Zans. (gasps) What a nightmare. And she fell asleep with the cum on her stomach. You just wake up like a fucking Krispy Kreme. I'm more disturbed about the the first time you do it is on vomit. I can't get over that. A vomit vomit carpet with fucked up on 10 shots of Bombay. I didn't feel anything. 10 shots of Bombay and two Xanax rails. (laughs) That's my kind of sex. Hey, that's a party and a half. Good job, Genevieve. That's uh, that's pretty good. Oh my God, I remember the first time I did Xanax when I was in um, college with my friend Jen Killian. Did I ever tell you this? No. It was my first time doing Xanax, right? And she was like, okay, so we're gonna go to the museum, the Moda downtown, which is like the mu- like a modern art museum. And they had an exhibition on mushrooms. And she goes, we're gonna take each like a bar and a half of Xanax a my, bar and a half for your first yes, time? Yes, for my first time. And she goes, we're going to take a bar and a half each. And But she'd been doing it for so long, it was nothing to her. But she just figured I would take the same amount, which is fucking crazy. Okay, so listen. So we go to the Museum of uh, the, the Moda or whatever it's called, downtown LA, and they're doing a big exhibition on mushrooms. And we take the Xanax right before we go in and we walk in and there's giant mushrooms everywhere. And I was like, whoa. And I started to feel, I don't remember. Like, do you get blackouts? Like, I don't remember. I don't remember after that. I saw giant mushrooms. And then you're you're just gone. And then the next minute I remember we were in a cab after the museum going to get sushi and then the next minute we were in a sushi bar and I was eating so much because like my body was trying to get sober. I was just like, oh, like I just think I took like a whole caterpillar roll and just like, oh, like down my throat and swallowed oh, it. And then I remember Jen being like, yo, chill. Cause I was acting all crazy and there were cops, like a row of cops sitting at the sushi bar, just staring at me. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. I'm, like, I'm sushi. And I was all fucked up on Xanax. And she was like, bro, chill. And I was like, I can't chill. I can't, ch- I like Xanax. And I literally, that's it. That's all I remember from that whole day. And she was I like, you were so Xanax fucked up. Xanax would make you more normal. What? No, I'm already so, what? <laughs> I'm already so abnormal that nothing makes me more normal. It makes me tired. And it, the amount that she gave me for some reason made me like black out in patches. What? Yeah. I, I, bla- I mean, maybe it wasn't Xanax. <laughs> maybe it wasn't. Cause I blacked out in patches and like, I have a Xanax prescription now for like emergencies for like you know, when I have panic attacks, yeah. I don't take it. But it doesn't make me feel the way this made me feel. This made me like weird. Like I was tripping and then I was blacking out in patches. Maybe she gave me something else. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, anyway. So, all right. Next worst first. This is from Caitlin. I love how everyone gets single names on Instagram. <laughs> ballin. Wow, ballin. I know, right? Okay, this is from Caitlin on Instagram. That's L-Y-N, guys. Okay, so she says, I have an interesting worst first date. This was back in 2014. I was 23 at the time, and I just moved to New York to live with my grandma. I was on OkCupid and got into talking to this guy. So he invites me out to lunch at his place. I've never been there before, and he says, oh, it's really easy to get there, blah, blah, blah. So I go to this restaurant, and I'm waiting in my car, and this person just peels in, nearly hitting my car. (laughs) 
Was that Brittany? <laughs> Dead, right? He got, she goes, nearly hitting my car and this other elder, elderly woman trying to cross. Guess what? It was my date. <laughs> Just fucking rolls in in a Mustang, almost kills an old lady and smashes into your car. She goes, guess what? It was my date. We walk into the restaurant together. I was trying to go light on eating because of my nerves and I have a water and one roll of sushi, which would have totaled around $10 or so. Getting this guy to actually hold a conversation was like pulling fucking teeth. She said, I could have better conversation with a fucking brick. I would ask a question and get maybe three or four words per question without an opening for me to add on anything. So that goes on for about 45 minutes. Ew, I would have just left. I'd have been like, seems like we're not into this, either of us, so bye. She goes... It's time for the bill. He wants to split the bill directly in half. And he ordered like $50 in items. And I ordered like $10. She goes, "Um, excuse me. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, we'll split it 30-30 and I'll take care of the tip. So I paid for half of this thing because I, I don't know, I guess I felt like it wasn't worth the effort to fight this. After I went home, texted him to say it wasn't going to work out and then blocked him. I just would have left. I would have just left too. Like right after we were eating, I'd have been like, peace. I feel like as soon as you know that it's not comfortable for either of you, then you're like, bye. Bye. Like this is not something that we want to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's not something I would just be totally over it. I've gone on dates like that and I don't, I don't stay. Have you ever gone on a date like that? I tried to get you, her on here to tell me her worst first, but apparently she doesn't have any, so that's great. Um, no, I have the, I have the. Which one? Do you want to share it now? Which one? Should we do it now? Go ahead, do it. I'm um, looking for the next. I went on a date with a guy who was lactose intolerant. Oh, pfft. yeah. What's up, fucking farty monster? He <laughs> was he for real lactose intolerant? He was lactose intolerant. Oh my and god. He would just want to take a chance. Because he liked cheese that much. So just wanted to take a chance? I mean, how long has he known that he was lactose intolerant his I whole life, this, right? This this uh, child was very, this child, man was very, um, I don't know, just liked to take the chance <laughs> to see. Shitting his roll pants. The yeah, roll, roll the, the dice. dice. Roll the shit your pants dice. So we went to this really nice Hold dinner. your mic up closer to your mouth. There we go. Okay. Oh I know, right? You gotta like. We went to this really nice dinner and everything was fine. Mm-hmm. And then on the way home, he was like, oh my, we, we got to get home fast. We got to go. We got to go fast. And I was like, okay. And he's swerving and he's like, hold, you know, like driving all crazy, driving crazy, swerving in and out of cars. And, um, he's like, when we get to your place, get your keys out, run as fast as you can up the stairs, put it, put your key in, like, don't even shut the car door. <laughs> Just go as fast as you can into your apartment. And I was like. Uh, okay he's like i'm I'm gonna shit myself oh Oh, my god this was a first date it was not a first date i'd been dating him okay 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 what is a couple dates okay it was the first shitting your first shitting your pants story okay so so i i was like nervous like sweating you were sweating what about him (laughs) (laughs) he had a fucking turtle head coming out (laughs) don't make this about you no of course i do and um i we get to my place and I'm, it was like out of a horror movie, you know, when those girls trip yeah. when they're getting chased by the killer, uh-huh. like I finally understand where they're coming. Did from. you trip? I was, I, it was, I was under so much pressure. And so I was running up the stairs and I fell. And he shit all over you. He grabbed, <laughs> he grabbed the key out of my hand while I was, and went and ran up the door and put the, the key in and was like, it's too late. No. 
And he shit himself. He did? Yes. Literally. Literally shit himself. Did you see it? Yeah, I was right there. Did you see it in his pants? Like a big bl- brown spot just appear? Smell it. I did it smell trying, so oh bad? God, it smelled so bad. Describe the smell for the it listeners. Was, you, can't, you, you can't. Just like sewage. It was so funny because it was like, I didn't know somebody could really shit their pants. Oh, yeah. What? I pretty much almost shit my pants. Well, pretty much. <laughs> Wait. Okay, first of all, two words. Um, soccer practice and a Big Mac. <laughs> me <laughs> oh my god oh my god it stinks no. mm, it stinks good oh my god i have to shower <laughs> oh my god i'm dead Not afraid of- <laughs> even nina's trying to get away Well, I just had to. I just had to put a, a, a you know, an ap- apostrophe on, on the story. Okay, this is what I don't understand. The other day, was it you and Tommy that were saying that you guys have McDonald's and it just goes through you guys? Yes, I can't eat a Big Mac. It I just I get Big Mac that. attack. You don't you don't shit yourself with McDonald's? I eat McDonald's <laughs> so much, and I, I never get an upset tummy. And you're 100 pounds. That's crazy. You should be their new spokesperson. <laughs> Look, you McDonald's. can be skinny and eat McDonald's. I fucking love the shit out of McDonald's. That's crazy. They should sponsor you because you're so skinny. Oh, shut up. You are. She's literally 90 pounds. <laughs> I told her I was doing a fast, and she's like, oh, I heard that's really good for you. Maybe I'll try. And she tries to sign up on the fasting app, and they're like, enter your weight. And your weight's so low that it's not even an option. They're like, sorry, uh, seek treatment. That's the message you get. Seek treatment. Seek, seek immediate Fuck. treatment. Oh, my God. I can't. All right. Sorry for farting in the mic. Is everybody okay? <laughs> All my ex-boyfriends are watching this. Hey, guys. See what you missed out on. <laughs> dead um okay ready so this is the next worst first this is from aaron bequet thanks for sharing that story that was great by the way i just want to give you a little that was a really great story um okay this next worst (laughs) poor nina's still trying to escape (laughs) she's still like (laughs) bitch don't act like you don't like that shit please you fart in my mouth she farts in my mouth every night it's like payback okay this is from aaron bequet he says worst first first time drinking white wine he said first time drinking great white wine when i was 16 me and my buddy were drinking and i had a 40 all to myself then we decided to go to the store but on the way my gut was acting shitty so i had to go home and and left him to head back i got halfway home and i started to shit myself (laughs) So I pulled, well, this is very on par, Aaron. He goes, so I got halfway home, walking home, and I started to shit myself. So I pulled my pants down in the middle of the road, fell down, and continued shitting. Yes! Imagine just driving by and seeing a dude laying in the street with his pants at his ankles, just shit coming out of his ass. He said, no idea who seen me that day. I fell in love with great white. What's great? Oh, the band Great White? And he said, love Tommy Lee and NGK. (laughs) Okay. All right. Dope. Uh, He's like, I fell in the street and shit my pants. Anyway, love your husband. (laughs) And MGK. And MGK. Dead. That was weird. Um, Everyone's asking me to keep doing ghost stories, which we just did um, beforehand. 
um, trying to get to the next source first. That, there's a lot of shitting yourself stories. Like I have another shitting yourself. You want to tell me? Yes. Okay, tell me. So I have a friend. I mean, does this count if it didn't happen to me? Of course. Okay. If you don't have any of your own stories, just oh, tell other people's off. stories. <laughs> Dead, it's all about you. It's actually secretly about you. You're the one that shit your pants <laughs> no, on the stairs. I wish. Uh, I love shitting your pants stories. So I have a friend who was going to meet his girlfriend's parents. Uh-huh. And she was like upper class, like, you know, very, very fancy, very fancy. So he's really nervous and he yeah. thought this girl was the one. Mm-hmm. So he goes over there and it's the grandma's there. Like everybody's Why there. Why's the grandma there? I heard he's coming over. Because <laughs> everybody's meeting him. This is oh, a serious wow. relationship. Okay. And it, he gets a, a thing of diarrhea. He's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Because he's so nervous. And oh he also God. is just like, so he's like, where's where's the bathroom? They're like, oh, down the hall. He's like, is there one that's a little farther? Because he's super embarrassed. Dead. Is there one that's a little farther? We all know what that means. Yeah, so he's, is any super embarrassed? So he goes upstairs and he's just fucking shit, like filling the toilet up so bad. And he's, he goes to flush it and the toilet won't flush. No. And he's like, this is, this is unreal. And Worst do, nightmare. Worst nightmare. And do not ask me why. But he scoops the shit. I know. Why would you do this? He scoops the shit out of the toilet and puts it out the window to scoop it on the lawn, right? Like he's he's scooping it out the- With his hands? With his hands. It's disgusting. I know. Disgusting. I feel like I know who this is. (laughs) No, you don't know. Ready? Who? No. Okay. Uh, No. Okay. Um, So he's scooping it out with his hands. Oh my god! It's just so gross, disgusting. Oh god! So he goes downstairs. He's all. He goes down. Oh my god! Sick fuck. He goes downstairs and he looks. Everybody's face is just horrified. Oh my god! And the dad just goes like this, just points up. (gasps) They had a sunroof over their dinner table. He was scooping the shit onto the fucking sunroof. Didn't he see where it was going? No, he was just too panicked. He couldn't reach the window. He. He was putting it out the window. It was going, the shit was- Oh, but he couldn't reach to see what it was. The shit was hitting the sunroof while they were eating dinner. Oh my God, this is some meet the fucker shit. I'm dead. He looked at the girl, left. They never spoke again. Really? They never spoke again. And this was like a whole meet the family dinner? This is so horrible. Oh. But also don't scoop your shit out. (laughs) (laughs) Don't scoop your shit out. There you go, guys. Don't scoop your shit That's, out of a toilet. I mean, but like, what would it be worse though? Like going down there and going, hey guys, I know everyone's in the middle of fucking, you know. They're- Just leave it and deal with it after dinner and be like, hey. Blame it on somebody else? Yeah. Your older brother, Brad, went in there and who knows what he did. I mean, to never speak again over that? That's kind of dramatic. It's just shit. I mean, I guess throwing it out the window and then fucking. That's disgusting. That's That's foul. crazy. Yeah, yeah, that is foul. Sorry about that. So, guys. That. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, don't throw your shit out the window. Moral <laughs> of the story. <laughs> okay. Um, this next one comes from Cheska Angel on Instagram. What a name. She's cool. She says, hey, Brittany, I have a worse first story for you. First, I'd like to say I love your podcast so much. Thank you. Love you, too. Um, she says, this story is about my worst first Tinder date hookup. I've heard, yeah, interesting. Let's hear it. Okay, she goes, I was talking to this guy for a while that I met online. I've never actually met someone on the internet in real, 
in real person as I'm nervous to do so. She says, I'm 21 and I'm in college. He's 27 and works as an anesthesiologist at a hospital in Chicago. That's a good job. I was going to say, that's yeah, and a high paying job. Yeah. So she goes, uh, we really started to vibe and get to know one another. He seemed normal and chill. He finally invited me over on a Saturday night. We're currently on lockdown, so there isn't much to do. And yes, I know I shouldn't be seeing people, but I was bored. Sorry. <laughs> Oh my God. Dead. She's all admitting to like life. getting coronavirus. So she said, so we decided to order some pizza and totally Netflix and chill. The date was going good. And then he hooked me up to an anesthesia machine and tried to put me under. No, she- I was like, that's why that's my kind of guy. That's my kind of guy. Just starts to put, he's like, hey, I want to practice putting you under it, dad. Okay, so she goes, so the day was going good. We ordered pizza and decided to Netflix and chill. I had a couple beers to drink and I started to get really into him until it came time to hooking up. She said, we were making out a little and then bam, he just went for it. Didn't go down on me or anything. So I'm not aroused enough to even start enjoying myself. So as I'm laying there, not even having fun, I realize I don't even even feel his dick inside of me yeah it was that small she said we changed positions and i get on top and i was so fucking bored that i decided to watch the movie because that was more entertaining (gasps) than what i was experiencing (gasps) she's all oh i love this part (laughs) how humiliating being the guy though laying underneath of that and she's just staring at the movie ever happened to you no i wouldn't i wouldn't do that i've been on my phone before with a guy that i wasn't into what? While he was I, having sex I'll with tell him? you in a second. Okay, so she goes, I'm fucking bored, so I start watching the movie because it was more entertaining than what I was experiencing. She goes, oh, it gets better. She goes, I leave immediately to go home and don't talk to him for a few days, hoping he'll just forget about me, she puts. He was a nice guy, but it wasn't. But he wasn't the one for me. I feel bad and decided to text I felt bad and decided to text him like nothing happens. He asks me to hang out again the following weekend and begins to tell me he'll have V this weekend. Confused, I asked him what he meant, and he told me that he would have Viagra next time. I was mortified that he thought the only way to pleasure a woman was Viagra. This just goes to show no matter how old the men are, they don't really know how to have sex. He's 27 and he's taking Viagra. I was going to say, you mean how young the men are? Young, how, how young the men oh, are. Yeah, that's okay. probably what she meant. But yeah, yeah like that's fucking, t- to need Viagra at 27. I remember when I was in college and we all went to Mexico, like the fraternity had their dance in Mexico. Uh-huh. All the guys took Viagra. They to, did? Like as a joke. And it was the worst thing in the world for the women. And they, they all took Viagra? And they were just hard the whole weekend. Oh, my, day my was, God. It was, it was the worst. Having that much sex should... Oh. Ew. I mean, but some guys, like, it's kind of scary, especially if, like, they're old. They get, like, heart attacks and shit because it's, really? like, a lot of pressure on their heart. Yeah, it's supposed to be really bad. Um, I don't I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. My husband doesn't take Viagra, even though people are probably like, oh, he's 57. He doesn't need it. Sorry. Um, but, yeah, that's weird. Viagra. Oh, I'll have Viagra next time. I don't... I mean, just it makes your dick harder. I don't think it makes it, like, much bigger. No, it doesn't make it bigger, but. But yeah, okay, so one time I was dating this guy and I'd been dating him for a couple of years and I was totally over the relationship and he was so bad at having sex. Like we would always be missionary. How long were you dating him? Like a couple of years. What? Yeah, he you was. You put up with bad sex for a couple of years? I know, it's so stupid. But Who I mean, we got, we got along really well. We were like best friends and we lived together and we were, he was um, a comedian and that's all the details I'm going <laughs> to say. But he was fucked up on pills all the time. Oh. Uh... 
And the sex was always really boring and missionary. And like, so I would literally like lay on my stomach and he would like fuck me from behind like this. And I would just be on my cell phone looking on Instagram. That's the most offensive thing I've ever heard in my life. Because it was one of those relationships where I wanted to break up with him so badly, but I didn't have the guts to be like, you know, I'm just not really into this anymore. You know what I mean? And I, so I can't believe that you hung. I have never hung on. I mean, I've never had really, really bad sex. Really? No. Never? Nobody? No. Ew, I've had so many bad sex, guys. No, I'm very selective. Uh, the guy, I've had one guy who was snarling in my ear like an animal. He was like, <laughs> I've told that story before. It was gnarly. What? Yeah, like an animal. He was like, <laughs> making like crazy fucking cheetah noises and shit. How do you not know that? The person's gonna be like that. Like I've had. I didn't. He it came out of left field. He was seemed. He was an actor, and he seemed like a totally normal kind of guy. And then we got in bed, and he was fucking me, and he turned into like a fucking Planet of the Apes. How has nobody told him? He's just gone through his life having sex with women, and nobody's been like, "That's fucking." Dude, weird, that's dude. weird. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Like back up. I mean, I feel like somebody had to tell him. Um, Did okay. you tell him? Uh, me? Yeah. I think I just acted like, what the fuck? I think I was just looking at him like, what are you doing? You know? I, I don't know. I, I'm weird. Like, I'm bad. If I don't like somebody, I'll just slowly start to do things that make them disgusted with me so that they dump me. Like, I'll literally start to be, like, the most disgusting person. Shut up. I will. Because I'm like, if I don't want them to like me anymore, I will start being gross. Like, I'll start, like, doing nasty shit so that like they what? don't like me. Like, farting or, like, burping or, like, you know, biting my fucking fingernails or, you know, just not showering, doing my hair and makeup. Like, oh. I will just make myself so ratchet so that they're like, oh, I'm over this bitch. But for some reason, they end up. Liking you more probably. Yeah, because they don't know I don't care. And then it's weird anyway. So um, guys, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get right back to reading your worst first with Michaela Hoover on this episode of Worst First. Stay tuned. Okay, we're back. (laughs) Dead. It's so funny for the guests because we don't have like a real break. We just say like we're going to take a break and then we're right back. Um, so anyway, I hope, I hope everyone's recovering. Okay. Um, for me farting on the podcast, Michaela, I'm still not recovering. Are you in shock? I mean, how long have we been my best friends? I'm not that shocked. It's I still pretty nasty. I still do gross shit. I'll let you brush your teeth later. I have an yeah. extra toothbrush. Oh okay. Um, did it smell that bad though? Like be real on a scale of one to 10. How bad did it smell? 20,000. What? Yes. Really? Oh. I always like I'm to say that I don't it. have that foul of a constitution. <laughs> Dead. I'm being dramatic. Have you seen that girl on TikTok who I don't do, I don't know how to TikTok. Okay, so there's a girl on TikTok who literally her whole TikTok account is her farting. <laughs> it's funny, but then you start watching it and you start like worrying about how her. How old is she? She's probably my age, 33 or something. Is she, is she single? Yeah, and yes. she's pretty and she's blonde and she's like, she'll be like, I'm a savage. Yeah. And she'll go, and she'll no. be like, sassy, goofy, whatever the words are, ratchet. Shut Dana, up. Dana, Dana, Dana. And like, she can just fart, 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 fart. She has trouble shitting her. I mean, I bet she shits herself. She, I think she has something wrong with her stomach. Like, I think she actually talks about it. But it's On like TikTok? her, vi- yeah, but her videos are literally, and then she tries to do normal videos and the normal videos Don't like no well. one cares about, but then the ones where she's farting, they're all like, it's unbelievable. I'm sure there are guys that are into that. Oh yeah. There's guys that like <sighs> want girls to shit on them. Okay. That is so foul. That yeah. That's no, there's, thing. there's guys 
that will pay women oh to God. shit in their mouths or like on a glass table, they lay underneath of it. Or I had a guy write to me recently, recently. This gives me anxiety. And he said, I would like it if you could wear your sneakers around all day with no socks and just really get some workout in them, make them really stinky, and then I'll buy them to you for hundreds of dollars. Okay, but that's less weird than shitting on someone. I mean, I think he knows I'm not going to shit on him because (laughs) I have a husband, but... Do you really know someone that has ever shat on is that is that the proper term on someone else i know that tommy has a lot of weird musician friends and i've sat with them on nights and had them tell me some crazy stories about girls shitting on their chests and then being like into it yeah i wouldn't i would steer so fucking clear of those human beings there's some fucking kinky people out there where regular sex just doesn't do it for them i see to me, I'd rather be next to a serial killer, like live next to a serial killer, than somebody that shits on another person. Really? I think that's so foul. Someone that sh- that shits on another yeah. person? Yeah. That's so disgusting. In their mouth, on their chest. Like, there's porn for it. There's specific porn. I feel like, it, am I saying it wrong? Is it scat porn? Let me see. There's like a specific name for it. I don't, maybe I'm wrong. I think it's, oh, I think it's so called scat foul. porn. Anyway, there's a, there's a, there's a lid for every pot. Like, I'm telling you I right know, now, it's kind of nasty. Like I, everything else, I'm like, eh, okay. But that, I just can't, that and throw up. Yeah, couples playing with shit, scat porn. There's so many websites, freshscat.com, ratedgross.com. It's so, so disgusting. Here's the thing. Listen, shitting and farting, whatever, everyone does it. That's why I don't really give a fuck about it. Doing it to a lot. And all the time, mm, that's pretty gross. If it's like a once in a while thing, okay, whatever. Everyone has to fart sometimes. I had to fart just now and I did and it was okay for everybody, I hope. Um, (laughs) But, you know, sometimes it happens and you know what, you're a person and if you act like you don't fart, then something's wrong with you. If you're doing it all the time, mm, that's a little weird. And if you're doing it on someone, I think you need help. Okay, here's my question for you. What if a guy was like, I will pay you $500,000 $500,000 to shit on a glass table if I lay underneath of it. No, because that would mentally scar me so bad. Yeah, but you'd have $500,000 to pay for it. No, I couldn't I, I couldn't sleep at night. I, I couldn't would, look at myself in the mirror. I would do it. You would not. Oh, for sure. No, you would Two seconds. $500,000 cash, no taxes. <laughs> Done. You would not. I'd shit all over that fucking table. I'd fucking write his name in it. I'd do whatever he wanted. <laughs> I would, would do it. Fuck. I would do it in two seconds. Yes, I would. I I don't. I no. I know I wouldn't. The really, five hundred thousand dollars, guys. Leave a comment below if you would shit on a table with a guy laying underneath of it for five hundred thousand dollars. Dude, that's so much money. Yes, but then you had the the recovery from that is so like your mental state after that is fine. Who cares? You shit on him. It's not like he shit on you. It's your poop. You would be doing it in a toilet anyway. I don't want a person looking at me shitting. I think that's (laughs) weird. You've never had, like, the door open while you pooed? No. Okay, one time I was pooing and the door was open and Tommy was like, are you pooing? And I was like, yeah, don't come in. And he peeked his head in. And I think it smelled so bad. He was like, and he, like, retched like he was going to throw up. Of course he did. Yeah, he was like, like, he made a crazy noise. It was scary. Yes, I hope he's making dinner right He is now. making dinner. He's making a salmon with orzo. Thank you. Yay. Thank, thank you. you. All I think about. 
<laughs> all you think about is eating and you're like 100 pounds. Great. Anyway, um, thanks for giving us all complexes. <laughs> okay, this is from Roha V on uh, Instagram. She says, hey, Brittany, I have a worse first date for you. I met this guy at my job who lived out of town and I had the biggest crush on him for the longest time. So I was happy when he finally asked me out on a date. When we went out for dinner that weekend and while we were at the restaurant, I bumped into one of my gay guy friends. This gay friend of mine asked us if we'd like to hit up a bar for some drinks afterwards. I said, yeah, why not? I get so nervous on first dates, I figured I could use a couple drinks to relax. We all ended up getting very drunk that night and they both ended up ditching me. I called my date the next morning to find out what happened and he told me he got tired and ended up going back to his hotel to go to bed. While we were talking on the phone, I could hear my gay friend in the background saying, don't tell her I'm here. What? I think I read this one before. I hope I didn't, but if I didn't, that's amazing. She says, I heard my gay friend in the background saying, don't tell her I'm here. So my crush ran off with my gay friend and brought him back to his hotel room on our first date. Whoa, you like hooked them up. Yeah, but at least it's not, it doesn't hurt as bad. Oh my God. With a guy? Yeah. You think it'd be worse if it was a girl? Yes. A thousand Really? Yes. Mm, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's offensive either way. Cause especially like if they're like, oh, I'm, you know, ditching you for a dude, you're kind of like. Well, then you're like, well, I wasn't your cup of tea anyway. That's true. I guess it's like you like penis. So I can't really. Compete. True. That's a good, so it's like, that's a good, good one. I guess I wouldn't be offended. You're right. Okay. So that's probably okay. But how funny is that, that he went on a date with her and then left with her gay friend? Well, she should feel like she did the right. I mean, she hooked them up. Yeah. I hope you guys are happy together. Yeah. Love it. Kind of sweet. It's kind of like a romantic story. Like the notebook. It's kind of like a really magical story. Oh, wait, wrong one. There we go. I hope you guys live happily ever after. Okay, it's a beautiful so, story. Dead. Okay, this um this story next story comes from Candace Niece on Instagram. I feel like I read that last one. Anyway, she says, "I have a worse first. It's the first time I ever hooked up with a customer at my real retail job. I met him at his apartment and we started going at it. Wow. Yum. <laughs> Just as soon as the door opened, start fucking. He went down on me and then stopped and lit a cigarette and blew smoke at my vagina. Then while holding eye contact, with me, he put the cigarette out on my vulva. What? What? What kind of fucking Wait, keep- serial killer is this? She goes, luckily not inside of me, but still, it hurts so bad. I donkey kicked him in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> she said, it hurts so bad. I donkey kicked him in the chest and he flew backwards, hitting his elbow on the dresser, shattering it. I ran to the bathroom and splashed water on my vagina, found some Vaseline to smear on the burn and put my pants on and left. He called me later, pissed that I didn't take him to the ER. He had to have his dad come pick him up. She's like, not my fault. Yeah, what about... You put a cigarette out on her fucking pussy. Who does that? And she said, while in eye contact. (sighs) I mean, she donkey kicked him. Good for her. Good for you. I would have donkey kicked him too. I put my pants on and left. Ow. And she goes, not my fault. 
I hid from him. When he came back to my work after that, I still have a scar. Oh this was 10 God. years ago. It looks like a pop mark from herpes or something. I'm so insecure about it. Aww. Anyways, never hooking up with a customer again. Damn. And then she just has to tell everyone that she's hooking up. Listen, this isn't herpes. Somebody put a cigarette out on my vagina. I would. What would you do? And it's your first date. And a guy just says, I'm just, not even says, just puts his lit cigarette out on your fucking puss. That's insane. I would kill him. I mean, I know that trick that you can like put it out in your mouth by just like having a little saliva on your tongue and it doesn't hurt. But maybe he thought that that's what happens with the pussy because it's wet. Maybe he thought it wouldn't hurt. No, why would he? He thought he was being like. That's disgusting. I mean, it was all sexy. And then. And then then, then he put a cigarette out on her pussy. Yeah. I'm glad she kicked him, and he deserved the shattered elbow, in my opinion. For sure. <laughs> Yippee! Woo! Woo! Dead. Okay. This next one comes from Katie Harmon. She says, I have a first worst hookup story for you. Sorry, it's kind of a long one. She said, I had my first crush when I was about 13, 14 years old. He was my dad's coworker's son. Fast forward to me being 22, he DMs me and wants to meet up. And I had told him I had a crush on him a long time ago, so this was really exciting. He proceeds to talk himself up, saying all these things he's going to do to me and how long he's going to last. And he wanted me to drive drive to him. So I drive about 30 minutes out of the way, and when I get there, he gives me directions to this old dirt road. All these crazy These guys are fucked up. What an old dirt road. Yeah, just follow the old dirt path, Katie. Just follow it too. No one can see your headlights anymore. She said, so I drive, uh, so she said, directions, she said, a very sketchy wooded area right next to a river. I was like, this shit is the end. She said, anyway, I see this old trash suburban sitting there and I drive past it because, you know, stranger danger. When I get a text from him saying that I just passed him. In the suburb. He's in the old shitty suburban next to the river. Oh my God, I'm scared. She said, so I turn around and he jumps in my back seat and flips my seats down. I jump back there. Okay, first of all, girl, the fact that you even- <laughs> She's like, yippee! She's like, yeah, so anyway, let me go down this dirt road. There was horror music playing. He had a Michael Myers mask on. But anyway, yeah, I pulled over. I let him in my back seat. <laughs> He's like, shit, Inviting shit white people do.com. Okay. So she goes, so he, I turned around, he jumps in my back seat and flips the seats down. I jump back there and we make out then pulls, he pulls my pants off and literally two pumps lasting all of 30 seconds. He's done. He gets it off. I look at him and start laughing. He then got immediately out of the car. I called my best friend and we laughed about it. I laughed about it for the 30 minute ride home. Didn't talk to him again. That's me. Okay. But why did she have to be down by a river? I I think he was trying to be like spontaneous and sexy or sexy. (laughs) Like, in a like a, like from the small home (laughs) in like a fucking, like, what is it? Like murder way. Like that's not sexy. Let's go make out in my old shit suburban next to a dark, dirty river. Like I know, but just because he came that fast doesn't mean you, I'm so dead. You're all forgiving. You should be flattered by that. That he came fast? Yeah. I feel like all guys come fast like the first time you fuck them. No? Yeah. Have you, like the first time you ever fucked a guy that you didn't, like every time, like the first time I've been with any guy, they come, they come pretty fast. You should be flattered by that. Yeah. I take it as a compliment. Yeah. 
think it is a compliment. Yeah, she I mean, she'd be laughing with her best friend. That's mean. I mean, whatever. It probably made her feel better because he was a weird guy with a fucking weird suburban that <laughs> tried to murder her secretly. He was probably like, "I'm gonna kill her when I'm done." She started laughing at her, and then he just went home. Oh, <laughs> um, too bad. Anyway. <laughs> bad for that i'm so evil i'm like too bad uh this one's from nikki r4g3 on instagram she says hey Brittany, don't know when you're doing another worst first but i got kind of a gross one for you yes. oh boy here we go worst first customer i used to co-own a bar about a year ago and we had an elderly customer that came in regularly now at this time we had a very bad smell coming from the bar and myself and the customers would constantly complain about oh, wait what Okay, I feel like I've read this one before. Yeah, I think I've read this one. Yeah, it's an old man. I've read this one on the pod before. So there was an old man sitting at the bar who had a colostomy bag, and he would come in and sit at the bar, and he his colostomy bag was detached, and that's why it always smelled like shit. Oh, poor guy. Yeah, but, like, fix your colostomy <laughs> bag. <laughs> but also, that poor guy. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you know, fix your colostomy bag. I read that one on the podcast before. Um, okay. I don't know if I've read this one. Mm. Okay, I think I didn't read this one. I, guys, I'm sorry if I repeat them. Send me new ones because I feel like some people feel like I didn't read theirs and then they... Oh, my God. This is from Joel's mom. Shh, this is Dead Mouse's mom. What? You know the musician Dead Mouse? Yes. This is from Nancy Zimmerman. Mal Five Mom. Mouse Mom. Mouse Mom. Sorry, I don't know why I said Mal Five. I'm so out of it. She's this is Nancy Zimmerman. I don't know if I read this on the podcast yet, but I don't think I did. So I'm gonna read it. Nancy. Hi Nancy. She's also a really good artist. Do you know who Dead Amazing. Mouse is? Yeah. Dead Mouse the art the Musician, he's great. He's friends with Tommy. Okay, so this is his mom. She says, I watched your podcast, Worse, Worse First, and the competitive soul that I am, I feel like I can beat all that shit in the river. She goes, here's it goes. I love her. First New Year's Eve date with my first boyfriend. I'm 14, borrow a dress from one of my three sisters, walk to his house in sub-zero temp. We walk to a few restaurants but can't get in because we're dumb teenagers and know nothing of reservations. We grab McDonald's and climb in the back of a vacant eight-wheeler and try to have sex, but it's too cold and crappy, so we head to his house. His eight old... His eight older brothers are having a party, so we swipe a bottle of Jack Daniels and pour it like Pepsi into two tall glasses and drink it down. We feel okay, so we do it again until there's nothing left. Jesus Christ, two fucking giant tall glasses of Jack Daniels. She goes, we decide to go downstairs to the party in the basement. While I'm standing at the top of the teep, steep, creepy stairs, I decide it would be faster if I just jumped. <laughs> I don't want to walk down the stairs. I'm just going to jump to the bottom. <laughs> she said, so I fly for a bit, bounce off the wall, and then crash head first into the concrete floor. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Why? Everyone's like, why'd this bitch just jump down the stairs? I can't. I'm dead. This is hilarious. She says, I literally see stars like on the cartoons and I've broken my nose. <gasps> Oh my God, that's so funny. I hope I didn't read this yet. She goes, that's all I recall from my first drunk. Apparently I passed out, woke up all hot and bothered and felt the need to take my top off and rejoin the party. With a broken nose? <laughs> it was a baby party. A broken nose. 
fucking nose. Just crusted bloody blood. Bloody fucking broken nose with your tits out. Hey, guys, got any more of that Jack Daniels? <laughs> yes. She says, I, ta- I take my top off, rejoin the party, and then I pass out again, and the brother's passed me out of the basement window to my sisters who have stolen my dad's van to get me home. I wake up the next day in my cute little bed and my favorite PJs and think it was all only a dream until I see my sisters have hung the vomit covered dress on a hanger over my bed. So it was the first thing I saw the end. Oh, she's so lucky. Social media. Oh my God. I'm going to tell her I just read this on the podcast. (laughs) Jesus. She seems so cool. Can you imagine though? Like that's the kind of shit you do when you're fucked up. You're like, oh, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to walk down the stairs. I'm just gonna jump. <laughs> like when I when I used to smoke weed all the time. That's the kind of shit. That's the kind of thought process I had. Like I'd be like, it'd be so much easier if I just jumped I feel down like that's these the stairs. Thought process you have on mushrooms. Really, I've never done mushrooms. I want to do you're, them. I've been telling you we need to do them. Okay. I want to do that, but I'm kind of scared. Tell her not to be scared, you guys. I'm already kind of crazy, so I'm afraid that if not I do them- Not if you them, microdose. If you microdose, it's you're fine. Yeah, but I just kind of feel natural. like, I, what if I have a mental breakdown and never return to who I actually am? <laughs> that is who you actually are. I know, I'm fucking psycho. They're like, I'm like, I'm so different now. Everyone's like, you know, you're still crazy. You're the exact same. You're still crazy. I think it would help with your anxiety. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it would. I'm on birth control right now, guys. Not because I'm not because I just share over share on this podcast all the time. Not because I'm trying to not get pregnant. I literally have such bad endometriosis. I'm trying to see if it helps, but I feel fucking crazy. Yeah, I told her to get off it. Uh, I feel crazy on it. It's so crazy. It's probably why I farted on the mic. (laughs) Oh, just trying to freaking come up with excuses like i i don't feel good it's the birth control control. i go to my i go to my obgyn i'm like i farted on my podcast definitely gotta get off of this shit i can't i blame it on the birth control (laughs) okay all right this one's from fully oh sorry did you know what i was just gonna say i didn't say her full name she said keep it anonymous anyway this is from someone anonymous (laughs) She said, my boyfriend and I were dating for about a year. We were living together at the time. We were watching TV and sitting on the couch together, and he was sitting in his boxers and a T-shirt. I decided to go change into a cute little outfit. Things started getting hot and heavy between us. I was sitting on top of him on the couch while we were making out. I ripped off his boxers and started giving him head until that's when I noticed there was a weird smell. So I thought, oh, maybe he didn't shower today. My boyfriend probably smelled it too because he quickly asked if I wanted to get in the shower together to continue. I agreed, and when he stood up, there was shit all over the couch where he was sitting, like wet shit streaks, so nasty. He was so embarrassed. We ripped the blanket off the couch and then jumped in the shower together and finished having sex in there. It's been three years since that happened, and we still make jokes about it all the time. That was my worst first shit blowjob, literally. Wait, why was he just sitting on the couch pooping? I don't know. Why didn't he just go to the bathroom? And by the way, you're cool because I would have been like, yeah. how do you keep giving someone a blowjob when they just shit? She's, that's a down bitch. She's very down. Yeah, that's yeah. a cool You're girl. mad down. I know you don't want me to say your name, but you're mad down. That's a, that, that chick deserves an award. I just feel like girls are so much more lenient than guys and I don't know why. We really are. Like if, guys are so. If, guy, if that happened, if that was reversed, no fucking way. If a, if a girl was sitting there and you, she stood up, and you fucking saw shit underneath of yeah, her, no you'll be so done. And and you tell 
everyone too. Oh, the guys would. Her. The guy would tell everybody. Yeah, he wouldn't stay with her. Guys love to tell shitty stories about people. <laughs> yeah. That's their favorite thing to do. I mean, girls like it, but guys like it too. I actually think guys are worse. I think guys are worse too. I, I, I have an ex who literally still to this day, even though we haven't dated in four years, just everyone he meets that if my name comes up or if something, whatever, he just has to talk shit on me to them. And I'm Claim like, to fame. get over it. Yeah. Get the fuck over yourself. No one fucking cares anymore. Like just move on. I'm not talking about that person, you know, like fuck. It's annoying. Yeah. It's yeah. more sad. Guys kind of hold grudges. It is really sad. But I think they still care if they're talking about you. So maybe that's what it is. Um, okay. So this is from Michael Hochin. He says, so this was eight years ago, back when I was 22 years old, naive and innocent, thinking I could find a boyfriend on the Grinder app. This was before Tinder ever existed. So I started talking to this really cute guy, maybe a year older than me, who seemed to have his life together. His own house, a nursing career, fully paid off car, you name it. In my head, I thought, husband material... dead he's like a woman and nothing in the conversation even indicated a sexual undertone so i was super excited when he suggested going for coffee down by a popular beach the night comes for the date and i'm freshly tanned cute outfit and anxiety at 100 (laughs) i love this guy he messages me as i'm walking down to our meeting spot and he said he's just driving and will be there in five minutes i thought great i can chill my nerves a little bit before he gets here 15 minutes later, red flag number one. He finally pulls up in a super douchey car and hops out on his phone with his phone up to his ear talking to someone. Anxiety starts kicking into full gear and I'm like, ugh, awkward. Hope he ends this convo before he gets to where I'm standing. But nope. He continues to walk up to me. I start to smile and wave and he puts his hands up in my face as to say, hang on, I'm on the phone. What That's a douche. He's, she, he said, I literally died inside. We awkwardly start walking to the cafe while he is chatting loudly and obnoxiously on the phone call to whoever it was, not even looking at me once or even acknowledging that I was there. And we walk into the cafe I wait and wait in line. He finally finishes his phone call and hangs up and goes, so what are you getting? What a fucking douchebag. No apologies. No, how are you? Nothing. I should have just left it there, but it was so awkward. I told him just a latte. He goes, cool. I'm getting an espresso shot, espresso shot. Then pushes in front of me on the counter and places his order and pays for his little coffee shot. Doesn't even offer to pay for my coffee or anything. What a douche. Which is fine, but I guess he really, but but it's weird because he asked me on the date. Can you imagine? This is awful. Anyway, he goes, we order and there's a downstairs area and an upstairs area, which is the best part. And I say, do you want to sit upstairs or downstairs? And he goes, I'm not fussy. So I said, okay, we'll go upstairs. There's a nice bench area that looks out towards the beach and you can people watch. And he said, cool. So we go and sit. This whole time I'm trying to make conversation with him about work and his life and it's just short replies clearly not interested at which point I'm just fully wanting to die and it's only been 30 minutes all of a sudden he goes oh my god do you know what's so crazy and I say no what and he points over to an expensive beachside hotel and goes that hotel over there one weekend me and my ex booked a room and they took so many drugs and we just k-holed for the entire three days and fucked all weekend it was insane what's k-holed K-hold, like in a K-hole when you fucking do ketamine, I think. K-hole. I think. I don't know what that is. I don't know. So for three days and then fuck the whole weekend. 
and it was insane. And at one point, we actually fucked our dealer as we were so cooked. Totally turned me off to coke, though. Ha, ha, ha. What a story he shares with him. And then he goes, I was literally in so much shock. I just laughed at that point and accepted it was a disaster date and proceeded to spend the rest of the time asking about his wild sex drug stories of him and his ex while he never even asked a single question about me. He said, we finished our coffee and just walking out of the cafe. I just said, all right, see ya. Then we both walked to our separate ways, never to speak again. I went home and deleted Grinder immediately and spent the next few years scared of going to the hospital in case he was working that day. The joys of dating in our 20s, huh? Why did he let him out? You know, I think that happens. I, I've been on kind of similar dates to that where like you go on the date and you can tell you can tell within the first like five seconds whether you're going to be into the person or not. I disagree. Really? Yeah, a hundred percent. I can tell right away. Really? Yeah. I mean, like I give it a chance, but like my initial reaction, I can kind of tell. And I feel like this guy does that, and he probably saw him and was like, mm, "This guy's not my type," so I'm just going to be really douchey. Some people do that on purpose just so the person doesn't I like feel them. Like every guy I've ever dated, I've haven't liked and then I get to know them and I'm like okay yeah but you don't like guys until they don't like you (laughs) you like hate every guy when they're like obsessed with you and then as soon as they start to give you a hard time you're like "Mm, I can see myself with this one (laughs) daddy issue (laughs) no I mean I mean a lot of girls are like that because they like the challenge guys are like that too guys don't like girls that they can get too easily you know because then they start to think well what's wrong with this girl if like I can get her too easily no I think I think that when it's real, I'll be like, oh. Yeah. That you won't have to play these back and forth cat and mouse games. I'm, you know, over it if they're into me. Yeah. That's how I am now, married, which is so crazy because usually if a guy does like me back, eventually I'm like bored and I'm like, oh, yuck. Like the fact that they like me back makes me think there's something wrong with them because I'm insane. So I'm like, "Mm." you're the best. (laughs) But this is the first relationship ever, not gone wood that the person loves me and I love them and I'm not like why does this person love me you know or like or be bored of it yeah you're not it's not like that yeah it's 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 not like a game it's Mm -hmm. like just regular and you're not trying to fucking have a competition of who loves who more like keep Mm -hmm. someone in check or whatever it's just like natural and I'm I had a guy that I really really was into while we while he was into me yeah and then he just wasn't into me. Ew, fuck him. <laughs> I know, you know, and, he, and another thing is too, is I feel like some people let too many people in on their relationships. Oh, thousand percent. It's like they tell their friends, like yes. one thing I've just learned in don't this past relationship shit. is don't talk about, and like I know you have your girlfriends, like maybe one or two really close girlfriends that you like to tell I stuff agree. to, but I, I've learned just from this past, and I haven't done it in this relationship. Like if, if I ever have an issue, you're not going to hear about it. Good. My friends aren't going to hear about it. Just keep your relationships private. to your private. Yes. Because if you start telling your friends and you start telling other people, then the if drama, you, then the you drama. can't backtrack. Yeah. Like and then they, you can never get back with that and person. Your friend then is then like, you're, oh, they did this and this and this. And yeah. It's like, keep it between the two of you. Keep it private because yeah. it doesn't, first of all, it's not anyone else's business. Mm-hmm. Second of all, if you need to talk of it, go, go talk to a therapist, someone I who's agree. not going to gossip, someone who's not going to, you know, have opinions or whatever. You know what I mean? It's a hard lesson I had to learn. 
I mean, me too. I did mm-hmm. the same thing. I think we all do that at some point, but that's one piece of advice for anyone who's listening to this who's in a relationship. If you're struggling in that relationship. Do not share. Do not with share it. with. Unless it's physical. If there's physical abuse. I mean, that's not, that's not safe. Yeah. yeah. So just that's obviously, that. yeah, get out of that situation. But if you're just having regular whatever problems that everyone has, if you need to talk about it, talk to a therapist, mm-hmm. write yourself letters. Like don't tell your friends, don't tell your family because no matter what, they're never going to forgive that person. Yeah. And you they're always that person. Yeah, you're, it's never going to work. Yeah. And it's hard. And then it kind of like taints the whole thing. And because mm-hmm. you never know, people change, people grow. And who knows if that, 100%. you know, at some point that relationship comes back around and you really want to be together and, you can't. and then you can't. So it's like, just that's one piece of advice that I have that I learned the hard way. And that's why like, I don't say names if I'm ever telling a story or something, I try not to say like anybody, I don't say anybody's name. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's none of anyone's business. Try to keep it vague. And, you know, that's my best piece of advice for people right now ending the podcast. Is there any advice, other advice you want to give anybody? I agree with that. Some great stories you told us today. Some shitting stories. Literal both shit stories. I love it. <laughs> Welcome to my podcast. <laughs> Welcome to my poopy podcast where I just take poops and fart. <laughs> it's so fucked up okay anyway guys make sure to follow Michaela she's been my friend forever we've definitely been through a fucking crazy shit together literally (laughs) Hawaii oh my god remember that one time I got so mad at you about Coachella just so stupid I just like got so mad that was was so sad I know I was so psycho I felt so bad that was the that was the Saddest, like I felt like that was a breakup. I know, I'm Remember sorry. Remember when we went to Hawaii? Oh my god, can we not talk about that? <laughs> and you booked a hotel near. <gasps> okay, when we did go to Hawaii together, actually, that was the most horrible trip of my whole life. It but was... we won't talk about that. What, what happened in that trip for, with us? But because we were both went Although crazy. The paddleboarding was fun. The paddleboarding was really fun, but the hotel that I originally booked oh my us, god, it was like the hotel of an Instagram model where the pictures online made it look like it was on the beach gorgeous like beautiful rooms all this shit and I was like oh this room looks this hotel looks great and I book this hotel we get there it's literally like a fucking holiday inn horror movie the whole hotel is brown it looks like a thousand years older than the pictures it's dirty it smells crazy and it's not even on the beach it's like next to a fucking river yeah it was disgusting oh my god that was a that was literally probably the well, and then we got, but we got another hotel. We had the hotel that we ended up staying at was gorgeous. Was gorgeous. You were just going through a rough time. That was a crazy time in my life. <laughs> that was the worst time in your life. It was the worst time in my life. Actually, out of my whole life. Yeah. That was probably the worst time in my life. And I've had jaw surgery where my jaw was wired <laughs> shut for like three years. Brittany's gym. <laughs> anyway, just so you know, guys. You know, people come in and out of your life and that's totally okay. Just remember that (laughs) things that we're learning along the way is don't, don't ever tell, say bad things about people to other people because you never know when you're going to rekindle your relationships with people. I've learned, and friendships. I've learned that the hard way. You know, we're always growing. We're always evolving. And so just try as hard as you can to just put positivity out there and be the best people that you can be. 
And uh, yeah, it sounds like a dare commercial. Be the most you can be in the army and sign up for the army. Um, Okay. All right. I'm going to end this podcast. Yeah. Be safe, guys. Like I said, I got tested for Corona. I don't have it. And that's the end. So follow Michaela at Michaela on Instagram. And we'll see you next week on Worst First. Send me more stories. Bye. Bye.